Hey everyone, it's me, Charles Francoise. I hope that you're having an awesome day. It's Thursday today when I'm recording this, when the episode goes up, woohoo, it's almost the weekend, right? And the weekend means good vibes, it means fun, it means hanging out with friends, having a good time, relaxing, watching movies, drinking, yummy juices, whatever that entails. Obviously, you can have fun during the week and you should be, right? But that's not always the case. At least for me, I really enjoy the weekends because I feel like Monday and Friday, I'm pretty busy with, you know, whatever it is that I do in my spare time. I'm just joking. Like, obviously, I do plenty of things. I, like, feel the need to, like, explain to you guys right now. I'm like, guys, like, I promise I do a lot of things. But I do. And that's all good. And if you're not listening to this on Thursday, you know what? That's a shame. So, with this episode, I have been dying to make it and recording it just because a lot of my friends tend to say that I'm good at giving advice and in my humble opinion I would say that I'm good at giving advice I actually say things this is all in my opinion that actually help people like there's nothing worse than you being like oh I feel really stressed about this and then someone's like oh my god that sucks I'm glad it's not like happening to me it's like okay well like who does that help right no one so I've just got some questions and advice that you guys want from me which has been from my Instagram which is at Francoise, which is C-H-A-R f-r-a-n-c-o-i-s-e if you want to be part of the next one please let me know and just kind of reply to the stories or you can just dm me i'm also going to be making a little podcast website just because it's very cohesive it's got the links to every single sort of podcast platform that you'd want to listen to an episode from it has information how you can get involved i guess send voicemails voice notes all that i literally spent like an hour and a half of my lecture just then reading all about podcast websites and how they're just really good to use so you know that i'm dedicated in that sense i'm also aware that i do talk quite quickly so i'm sorry if i'm talking too quickly but there's a lot of cover in this episode so as you can see from the title of this it's called girl talk this is at least this is what I've got to offer in my boy my friend's boyfriend's twat friendship troubles and dot 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 something else so this kind of sort of theme in this girl talk episode I love listening to all these things I love listening to girls bathroom 80 20 podcast um anything goes call daddy shameless sitting in the sheets goes without saying just to name a few of my favorite podcasts they all kind of do this sort of advice column and i just love reading them they're just so insightful so yes i thought i would bring my insight into this one so just as usual just a little disclaimer obviously it's just me charlotte answering these questions a lot of this is just coming from my own experience and kind of how i've dealt with similar issues or how i would so please take it with a grain of salt clearly a lot of what i say is a bit like spacey and a bit of the place and kind of supposed to keep it a little bit fun so take with a grain of salt but if there's something that you are really upset with please talk to someone that you really trust like a friend or parent or sibling or someone external from that literally anything because i am obviously not a licensed professional this is just my opinion but i want to help you out anyways so we're literally just going to dive straight in i'm like this is so exciting it's my first episode like recording something like this so the first question is so the first question is, all of my friends are in relationships or hooking up with people and I can't seem to find anyone I'm interested in. I feel embarrassed I haven't gone with anyone ever and I'm almost 20. Is it weird that I haven't? Okay, so first of all, I'm just going to focus on the last bit. It's not weird that you haven't whatsoever. I think with these things, with relationships, it's literally just about doing things when it feels right, when you find someone they're actually interested in. I always say to my friends, I'm like, babes, if you're not 100% keen, if you're like, you know what, I'm on the fence, I'm kind of just bored, don't get with them. Like, unless you really want to, sure, go ahead. But you want to actually be with someone that you actually like. And in terms of relationship, you know, it doesn't matter what age it is. You could be in a relationship when you're 30 or 40 or 60 
see that could be much better than you the one you're gonna have now if you force that one to be completely honest with you i also don't think there's any need to feel embarrassed do you feel embarrassed because like your friends are making comments or other people are making comments or something like that because if that's the case maybe just say like hey look you know guys don't really appreciate it kind of just doing things when i want and that's completely fine i mean i literally didn't get into a relationship till i was 19 and that was fine and i mean that was a fucking shit show so that's completely fine you know what i mean and if you're not finding anyone you're interested in, that is literally the case for the majority of people. I feel like there's a lot on social media that's just like, oh my god, my god, I found the right one, and everything like that, when really, that's actually not the reality. It takes a while, and why would you want to hang out with someone you didn't really like, right? It's all about investing time into good things. And you might be like, Charlotte, it's really, really not that deep, and I get that and everything, but also, it is deep, because you don't want to waste your time, and that's completely fine. And you're literally only 20, like, whatever people like oh my god i just hit my 20s and or i'm midway through my 20s whatever i'm running out of time like babes you're not you know you're gonna be alive for at least like another like 60 70 years actually maybe 50 60 however long that is you don't want to rush anything there's no pressure it's completely fine i think ways that you can meet people come the ways i would meet people from playing sports the gym i'm really uncomfortable if like people come up to me at the gym i'm kind of like i'm just trying to work out you know, so maybe don't do that unless you really want to. Going to bars, like going out, it's like having a little friendly chat with like a good looking, good looking person at the bar. I mean, who doesn't want that, right? Coffee shop, literally anywhere, honestly. I think there's a lot of pressure to be like, find them in the right spot, but like literally who cares, honestly. And that's just the reality. Coffee shop, it could even be someone who's like, hey, what time is it? And you're walking past them on the street and you're like, it's 5.35. And then they're like, hey, you're really good looking. And you're like, oh, I like your coat. And something develops from that. Who the heck knows? Next question. Question two. I hope that answered your question. Please let me know if I did or if I didn't. This is like the first time I'm doing this. So I am a little bit nervous. So I apologize if this is shit. This is really, really shit. So question number two. Hey Charlotte, do morning routines really work? I'm struggling to wake up in the morning all the time. And I can't seem to get out of bed and I feel really bad about it. Okay, so first of all. I struggle to wake up in the morning all the freaking time. I'm trying so freaking hard to become a morning person and it's seriously just, I mean, it is working partly, but not really. It takes a lot of struggle. I mean, this morning I woke up at 7.30. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just burped, but it's okay. I cut it out. So you don't need to be embarrassed for me. I really struggled to wake up this morning. I woke up at 7.30 in the morning, literally lying in bed, watched TikToks till eight. And then when it hit eight, I got out, got a shower. It was 8.14, went to breakfast, ate breakfast got changed, all that, it was like 8.40, and I was like, holy shit, I really need to leave, otherwise I'm gonna be late, and I really struggled to wake up, whereas other days, I will wake up at 6am, and I'll be fine, and just hop in the shower and everything, I think that's completely fine, also, I'm just saying that, because like, I really struggled to wake up in the morning, but I've been trying to do that, but I still go to bed at the same time, so I'm only getting like six hours of sleep, which is actually really bad for you, you're not supposed to do that, but anyways, that's literally besides the point, I hope this is an okay podcast episode, so, to be honest, there doesn't need to be such thing as a morning routine. I think it's good to have, like, reminders of what you need to do in the morning to make sure you have a good day. I think that's completely fine, but I think there's no there's no need to put pressure on yourself and be like, oh my god, I need to have a morning routine. Because, you know, how you see all those videos on YouTube that are like, my morning routine, it's like all the, like, really, really, really pretty YouTubers and everything. Not that the other ones aren't, they're obviously also gorgeous, but I just mean in the sense that it's very like fabricated that morning routine like you're telling me you open your eyes and you go read your book for 45 minutes outside and then you do yoga like come on let's be real like I at least need a glass of water before I do that otherwise I will literally pass out genuinely but 
I think maybe maybe it's just because I have ADHD but for my ADHD brain I need to have a morning routine I kind of need to consistently do the same thing to make sure that I actually get to places on time and do things properly so kind of my morning routine at the moment is wake up at seven kind of just like lie in bed talk to Alex for like 10-15 minutes because that's my boyfriend by the way who I'm currently seeing <laughs> I'm just saying that just in case something happens oh my god I'm just terrible and then you know I'll take a shower get changed go eat some food, think, I'm literally just gonna tell you, you know what, why not, I'm gonna tell you what I eat for breakfast, I'll have, like, a piece of toast, some avocado, an egg, a little chili, chili flakes on the top, and, uh, maybe, like, a banana, actually, scrap the banana, I wouldn't have that, and I'll have lots of water, then my bag is packed, or I pack my bag, and I leave, and that helps me with my morning routine, having that morning routine, just because then, whatever I'm doing, I'm gonna be on time, and I'm gonna be prepared, a lot of the time, if you don't have a morning routine or your your until your shit is all over your room, you've got clothes hanging everywhere, you've got bottles on the floor, you have rubbish everywhere, or just however else your room's messy. That's kind of actually my room's surprisingly clean today. I always even talk about my room on my podcast because I'm just like looking around while I'm recording. Then you're kind of you know you're gonna be a bit late and you probably feel a bit disheveled and you're gonna leave something behind. There's been so many times where I've gone somewhere and then I've been like you're joking. I forgot my wood bottle because I hadn't planned my morning routine in time. So yes, I do think morning routines work. They especially work for me. I can make a separate podcast episode on this if you'd like. I do have an episode coming out soon though about habits and things that I do every day just to kind of help me. So maybe that could be helpful for you. But no, I think struggling to wake up in the morning is completely fine and honestly it's okay. If you're like not sleeping at all, if you're sleeping like two hours a night though, then you should probably like go see someone like generally. Next question is, where to shop and find your own personal style? Also, thank you guys so much for sending in these different questions. Like, I love the kind of variety of all of these. So, where to find your personal style? In my opinion, I feel like look on Pinterest. Everyone says that. I know it sounds generic. Look on Pinterest, like the internet. Even just look outside your window. If you're walking in the city or you're walking anywhere, just look at what people are wearing and be like, hey, I like that, I like that, I like that. I think finding your own personal style is kind of, you know, it takes time, doesn't need to be any pressure, it's fun, fashion is fun, it's just fun to do all these types of things. In my opinion, I feel like a lot of my personal style is kind of based on the things I do every day or kind of those type of brands that I like. I still have a lot of Brandy Melville things that I bought maybe five, six years ago that I wear all the time, like my hoodies and things like that. A lot of my wardrobe consists of like workout gear because I like to work out every day. I really quite like like a tailored pant tailored pant not just one leg pant tailored pants to wear with like a little cute top or something I really like hoodies and everything I like knitted little jumpers I have lots of dresses with blazers I always wear them together because that's just what I like personally I think kind of like a few like little like style icons if that's kind of what you're asking for and this is gonna sound so generic I really like Matilda Jajerf I think she's really good. Honestly, my friends kind of serve styling inspo. I got a lot of my fashion inspo as well from TikTok. Even Farfetch, which is like a little, just like an app where you can buy clothes on. Honestly, I would just have a look around. Or even if you look at like off-model, off-model Judy looks, you know, that's quite cool. But if I was expanding my wardrobe personally, like my personal style, I'd kind of look into building a capsule wardrobe. That's what I kind of what I've been trying to do this year by building a capsule wardrobe. So I've bought like a lot more like pants and things because I only had one pair of jeans and I didn't have any nice pants to wear to like a formal event, you know, like going to a corporate job or going out for dinner or something. So I bought a pair of those and I wear them probably once a week. There's a few brands 
honestly there's not a few brands there's a lot of brands i'm not really going to tell you where to shop because it's all got to do with your own preference you know what's your budget kind of what are your values if i honestly i think thrifting can kind of help you find your personal style because you really have to search and eliminate and find the things that you want to find which is a good thing. I love thrifting. I literally went last weekend and I found some awesome stuff. I also think, you know, personal style is going to evolve. It's going to change. That's fun. It's nice. It also depends where you live. You know, I live in Perth, which you might be like, where the frick is that? It's literally known as like the most isolated city in the world. So it's in Australia. If you didn't know that, so yeah, live in Australia. It gets quite hot in the summertime. So, you know, that's a lot of skirts and t-shirts and dresses, which I love. It's not really, it's a lot more comfortable, it's very like beach lifestyle, so you know, a lot of sandals, things like that, as opposed to high fashion like in New York or London or Paris or everywhere, you know, so kind of really just depends on that, where to shop, yeah, go thrifting festival, why not, sustainable, it's good, it's easy, slight trailer, do it. I'm just going to leave out that because I feel like I've been talking about that for quite a long time. Next question, hi Shah, I've gotten the ache from this boy and I feel kind of guilty. I'm like, okay, why have I loved this story so far? This question so far because I don't know how to tell him that I find him icky so I wanted to know what is the ickiest thing that a guy has done to you okay 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 let's get into this I all these memories are flooding back to me I think one of the ickiest things that a boy has done and maybe this is because like this person I like low-key hate <laughs> I mean I, I can say that you know that's fine obviously we all have our character flaws that's one of my flaws hate this person actually that's completely fine you know what it's so justified I can talk about it my podcast if you want is when boys are really pick me that's the ickiest things i've had boys be like the ickiest thing is probably like you're so pretty why would you like someone like me like you deserve so much better it's like first of all why would you say that like is that not embarrassing for you to say that like i genuinely think that's so embarrassing why would you say that you're literally just saying that you don't value yourself so that's really icky I think it's also like really just like cringe and just like gives me the heebie-jeebies, gives me the chills because that was really, really awkward part of my life. Um, otherwise, this is just coming to my head from like recently. That's something that's been really icky. Actually, this wasn't recent. This was last year, like over 11 months ago. So not recent at all. This guy that I was hooking up with at the time um he would be like what are you up to sweet cheeks sweetie bye and I was like what like are you not talking about like a cake like a a dessert something to eat I just oh god it just I have nothing to say like I'm literally giving you the examples and I'm just gonna leave you with it leave you to sit and think about it and think about how, how freaking icky that is I think everyone can be so icky to be honest I get the ick for myself sometimes like the other day by the other day oh my god it keeps I literally say the same five sentences over and over again I was at work yesterday and I work at a coffee shop and this lady was on her phone but I did not see that she was on her phone. She was just like standing wondering and usually when people stand and wonder it's because they're trying to find a table because the place I work at it's like kind of bougie and high-end and you're supposed to like book tables to advance because it gets booked out really quickly and that makes it sound like it's like some exclusive place in LA but it's not. It's actually um it's okay it's okay I'm just gonna say that. Anyways I'm like, hi, hi, ma'am, hello, can I help you with anything? And she just, like, gave me a really look, weird look and, like, turned around. She's on the phone and I was like, that is fucking embarrassing. And then I also spilled a coffee because I put it on the wrong plate. So that clearly wasn't the best day for me, but that's okay. Yeah, I think you don't need to tell the guy that you find him icky. I think that's kind of really awkward and that's a very awkward conversation to have. And I, honestly, I wouldn't really want to have that conversation with someone that's just kind of 
really really awkward oh god oh my god I feel I feel your pain I feel awkward for you I think getting the ick is so normal it but I also think though it depends how far along you are into whatever this thing is if it's like a situationship you're just getting to know this person or if it's a relationship like I'm not gonna lie my boyfriend does a lot of freaking icky stuff all the freaking time sometimes it like hits me deep down and I'm like I need to like take a deep breath close my eyes for 10 seconds and really just think what the hell am I doing here no I'm just joking but like when my boyfriend starts polishing his shoes like at midnight right before we're about to go to bed I'm like this is so icky like why do you not just do that in the morning like you're not gonna wear your leather shoes tomorrow or sometimes my boyfriend does like Michael Jackson impressions like late at night for like 30 minutes and I'm like can you please like not start doing the Michael Jackson impression like midway through us hooking up because that's just like really awkward oh god god I just really that memory I think so like with him like obviously you know it's a little bit icky but at the end of the day it doesn't really matter because I'm dating him and I really like him right but if you're kind of just getting to know someone and they really like massively massively give you the ick I think like maybe I say just get a new one honestly like that sounds bad but if it's that bad maybe do that maybe just be like hey um I'm not really ready for anything I find it really awkward to say that like hey I'm not looking for anything but I think it's necessary to say that I think it's kind of embarrassing I don't think it's embarrassing but I think it's really bad when people go to you like it's a shit feeling it makes you think is there something wrong with me when a lot of the time it's just them I think just say this guy be like maybe just like talk to him like a little bit less or just be like hey you know I'm not really looking for anything right now or if they're really funny and they can take a joke maybe be like oh you know haha like you gave me the ick or whatever I guess it's kind of yeah that's funny please let me know please follow up this question let me know what the ick was I love that that's kind of funny don't feel guilty though I think it's normal especially if it's something ridiculous like I saw this thing on TikTok and this person was like if he wears red shoes he's really icky and I want to get rid of him I'm like okay but that's kind of like unnecessary like yeah clearly they're not the right person for you if you've gotten the ick like you needed a reason to get away from them because they had red shoes like that's probably just part of their personality so really you don't actually really like them that much then that's like a bit different but if it's things like they always have spinach stuck in their teeth and they never floss their teeth like ooh, girl that gets me good that gets me good that is god that that is painful I sat, sat next to someone the other day and had like heaps and heaps heaps of spinach stuck in their teeth and I was a bit like oh do I tell them I'm not sure yeah that's funny I think though the ick is so justified like genuinely I think it's a real thing it's kind of just your body telling you that like uh, you know okay next question question I think I've kind of just been reading random questions what should I buy for my sister boyfriend girlfriend and friends for Christmas do you have any suggestions okay yes fantastic oh my god it's November almost Christmas how exciting so I think for a significant other honestly going with perfume or cologne is never a bad idea mostly because I don't think it's a bad idea because it's not like offensive or anything especially if it's like a cute little bottle it's like a little decorative piece for their room I think that's really sweet also it's not saying like oh you smell bad it's just like hey look I thought the scent smelled really good it made me think of you like if someone said that to me and was like this perfume smells so freaking good it reminded me of you I would be like yes like I would be I was about to say I'd be wet, but I feel like that's a bit inappropriate. Don't really know direction of this podcast yet. If I want to talk about this type of stuff, I feel like I will. But I feel like I just need to get a little bit more comfortable, like, recording and, like, talking about, like, these types of topics first. Um, so I think I would say that otherwise, clothes, sometimes I think that's a fine. I think if your partner really, you know, really likes skateboarding, maybe get them, like, a little skateboarding accessory. 
or like a little cool hat or something like that. I think when people give each other alcohol, I think it's okay to give someone else alcohol. If it's like, no, I don't want to say like a nice bottle, but like if it has a nice design, but maybe that's just because I like really visually like appealing stuff. But I think like if you give someone alcohol, like a lot of time, it's kind of like, oh, like thanks so much. But you know, there's nothing better than getting a gift that's really personalized to you and means a lot to them. It's like when someone sends like sends you a song and it's like, oh, this not this song made me think of you thought you would like it it's like a little warm hug like that feels so nice otherwise for sisters brothers siblings all of that i think it really depends you know you could have like a little brainstorm with them i think with my sister usually what we do is i might like give her suggestions with my sister like we give each other suggestions a little bit like a little like hint but so like a few times she's my sister's been like like for christmas this year she really wanted this hat she was like can you please buy me this hat which was kind of random to be honest it was kind of an ugly hat but it would look good on her so that's fine and that sounds really harsh but like it was this like massive little blue hat I was like oh nice um so yeah she really wanted that I love her she's happy don't know what she's getting me I would say with sisters like honestly think about their hobbies what they're like doing if they really like to paint get them a painting accessory I think otherwise I think like for my dad I always just get him workout clothes because he loves to work out I don't really know like what else to get him for my mom for her birthday we got her this like little workshop thing where you go and you make bracelets together which is really cute really nice I actually need to do that because I bought those tickets during COVID so I actually technically I haven't actually given that to her which is actually not very good or something that they enjoy you know like if I say to my mom hey look you know I, I know you love French films so let's go to this French film festival together you know like it just means so much more I think and that's what presents are about because why would you give someone a present that you wouldn't want you know so yeah, hopefully that's helpful. Let me know what you end up getting them. I'm like, with all these, everyone who sent me a question, I'm like, please let me know. Keep me updated with the situation. It's like so fun. It's like a little pen pal, except it's safe. Okay, next question. Ooh, this is some two. The thing says, one of my friends is still seeing this guy who our entire friend group hates because he treats her like shit. Let that sink in. Let that shit sink in. She knows it too, but can't bring herself to break it off. What do I do? oh no this is literally like a put your fist in your mouth in your mouth you heard that right and you just kind of have to be like oh god that's a bad situation okay i will say a few things about this i've been in a similar situation before and i here is what i think i think first of all one you need to emotionally distance yourself from it it's not about you or anything like that at the end you want what's best for your friend and if what's best for your friend like you said he's treating her like shit what's best for her is to not be in the relationship if she's constantly feeling sad about it and if she wants to break it off but she doesn't know how to second of all be there for her support her listen to her listen to whatever she has to say if she asks you for advice i think be honest, give it to her, like, I would want honest advice, and I've always valued when my friends have given me honest advice, especially when it comes to relationships, like, third point, it's not about you, it's about her, you know, you're, obviously, I've kind of already touched upon this, but you're doing this for the best of her, and she knows that, like, it's not, you're not doing this selfishly, or for any gain, it's all about her, and what's going to be best for her, I think you also need to, like, take away your ego from this, I know how I'm saying that a lot of this is, like, self- reflection and all that but I think that's completely valid and I think it's completely justified to like have that self-reflection because you need kind of need to like pull yourself away from it and be like hey look is this actually beneficial for my friend do you know what I mean I think kind of assess like why why does your entire friend group hate this dude you know yes he treats her like shit but like how 
you know because I know some people there's like a very big argument about settling and how far settling you know there might be some little thing that upsets someone and they're like oh you know don't really want this anymore fair enough right but I also think that it really depends I honestly think don't meddle with it don't do that because what if you say to her you know what screw him he's a little piece of shit and you should get a new one I mean Loki that's what I would say right but I wouldn't actually say this first right I would be like, hey, look, you know, how can we help you? Like, are you okay? You know, you seem a bit distant, a bit sad, whatever. It's at the end of the day, it's for her to make the decision. Also, why does your entire friend group hate him? Like, I really want to know. Because if it's, like, something, like, he's cheated on her before, or he is verbally or physically abusive or not, it doesn't even need to be that intense and that extreme and to that extent. But even if it's something, like, he is always telling her that she's ugly, and that or stupid or something like that if he's saying all those things to her then I don't really think that's okay personally I think though all you can do is kind of just like journal it let it out I don't think your friend would really appreciate it if the entire friend group's like bitching behind her back about it and talking about how much they don't like him I think at the end of the day your friend's gonna do what and imagine if they stay together and you've told her like that he that she needs to break up with him and they stay together it's probably gonna cause a massive dent in your friendship and he's probably gonna dislike you she's probably gonna dislike you and it's just not a very good situation to be in because then you're meddled in all their mess hope that answered that question it was just a little bit of all over the place but no hope that figures it out so what else What are some green flags in a friendship? Okay, yes, positivity. After all of that negativity, gosh, oh my god. Green flags in a friendship. So, they are honest. They're loyal. They're happy. You have a good time around them. They make you laugh. You can support them. They support you. It's very mutual. There's a lot of respect. I know I'm just throwing words out there, but I think we can all agree that there's a lot of weight behind all those words. Um... In all of my friendships, I would say that me and the other person have, like, similar values and things, you know. Especially, I mean, even the friends I hang out with today, I'm, like, literally both of us make each other laugh. We have a good time together. We have got similar interests. That's such a green flag. I think a lot of things can be green flags, to be honest, in friendships. But, yeah, as long as you feel good, do good, that's all that matters, gal. And, yeah. What else? Let's see... Oh, I think I've almost gone through all of the questions. Oh my goodness. Next question is... This isn't really a question, but a confession, I guess. Why is it so relatable that Kylie Jenner was cheated on and posted the strap on Instagram? Okay. This kind of just shows like how relevant this podcast is. It's probably not relevant by the time this goes up, but that's okay. So if you didn't know, I'm going to give you a little pop culture debrief, a little update on what's kind of the situation. So Kylie Jenner was obviously has been... Well, look, we don't know but allegedly, I have to use allegedly, was allegedly seeing Travis Scott, you know, they've got Stormy and the other baby, I think it's called like Wolf or something, I'm so, I don't know, I'm sorry, like, I actually do really keep up with pop culture and celebrity news, which is probably kind of sad, kind of useless, but I just really find it really fun, really interesting. Anyways, there's this alleged rumour that Kylie Jenner was cheated on by this girl that's been linked with Travis Scott for the last 10 years. Anyways, that girl, I don't actually know her name, I'm really sorry, but that's kind of besides the point. She posted an Instagram photo that was like, oh, do you actually want me to read the caption? She read, she posted this caption that was like, you try so damn hard to be in his life, but 
I'm the one that he wants or something like that. It's very interesting. Very, like, baddie Instagram caption. I feel like you could only post that if you were famous, low-key, in my opinion. Where And then Kylie Jenner posted, like, she looked amazing. I was like, okay, Slay. I was like, that is the definition of Slay Chella. It was like this little, like, button-down top, like, undone, you know, tatas looking fine. Her face looked good. She just, she's a stunning queen, right? And the caption was only in your dreams. So people assume that she's answering and replying back to that caption through posting her own thirst trap. I do think that's kind of funny, though, because it is the most relatable thing that any of them have done, I feel like, recently. Because everyone kind of goes through that kind of, you know, like, little little cringe stage when you kind of feel the need to post that type of stuff. Which is kind of super funny. But, like, I get you. Like, honestly, I'm like, okay, so, like, Kylie Jenner and I, like, we're similar. Like, we're the same. When really it's like, that's not the case. Oh, my freaking God, why is there a tractor outside my room? Are you joking? Are you serious? Ugh. Okay, I hope that you can't hear that. Okay, they just stopped. Hallelujah. I'm gonna quickly record this episode. So yeah, I do think it's kind of funny though, but it is super relatable. I completely agree with you. If you guys want me to do a lot on celebrity pop culture, I can. Are you joking? It's not a tractor. What what even is that? It's like a mini tractor. Okay. I need some advice on how to know if someone is a real friend. Recently, one of my close friends seems a bit distant and off and just jealous of things I'm doing. She seems to not really be happy if I get a good grade at uni or if my relationship with my boyfriend's doing well. I don't think she's doing this in a malicious way, but I feel sad that I can't celebrate with my friend. Am I being paranoid or is this justified? Okay, well, there's a lot to dive into this one. I feel like I'm like low-key putting on a different accent right now. I don't know why. I apologize for that. It's kind of strange. I think with these things it's always circumstantial and I but as in is it intuition and your gut feeling or is it kind of just anxiety creeping up because I completely understand I've been in plenty of friendships where I've where I've been like are they really a true friend just because someone kind of does something that seems a bit you know a bit off or something but I think what you have to realize though is that a lot of the time when people do things it's not about you not in a way that as in like you don't matter that's not what I'm saying but in the sense that people react to their situation I might be at the bus stop and someone I smile at someone and they give me a bad look and I might be like okay well clearly I've done something or they think I'm a mean person or whatever and when majority of the time that's actually not the case and they've probably just had a bad day and didn't realize you were smiling at them and it doesn't really matter you know so I think with this like maybe you just talk to her and be like hey you know is everything okay like you just seem a little bit off you're one of your close friends I want to help you in any way that I can you know maybe just go for a chat be like hey hey girly do you want to go for a coffee I think that's I think that's what I would do first in terms that she might seem a little bit like jealous or not very happy for you I think yes that's kind of like a red flag but I think it's a little bit orange I think you kind of need to see like how long that's been happening for if it's been the case since the start of a friendship then that's probably most likely what that person is like but if they've kind of just started doing it recently they're probably kind of a little bit unhappy in something in their life and also like as you said like they're not doing it in a malicious way and I understand that but also if I have friends like this I'm a bit like mm, okay babes like why can't you be happy for me and I understand you can't celebrate with your friend it's kind of shit you know you get a really good grade or something really happy or funny has happened in your life of course you want to tell your friends who else are you going to tell right I mean at least for me I think it's so much more fun to tell my friends like crazy stories or embarrassing stories or anything of something good because you know that's what your friends are for they're there to uplift you and have a good time with also not all friends are going to be your besties or your absolute best friend I have plenty of friends and that doesn't mean that I'm close to every single one of them and that's not supposed to sound like in a bragging way that's not I'm saying but I just mean that every friendship relationship that you have serves a function not every friendship that you have 
is the one where you're going to have really deep chats about your mental health and everything. There's probably going to be certain ones where you feel the need to talk about that. So maybe I would say with this friend, sit them down for a chat. I said, go for a coffee, be like, hey, what's going on? You know, what's been happening with you? They're probably just going to appreciate that you're just showing them more affection. You also need to look internally and think, look, am I not reciprocating whatever they want to talk about is there like a reason they're acting this way because you might not even realize it and also might not be doing it a malicious way but you might also seem a little bit distant as well so yes but if they keep doing that maybe reconsider it or you know just kind of think about it do a little bit of journaling write back to me keep me updated how do i stop feeling guilty about saving money and not going out okay i i get you I get you. That's literally been me at the moment because I want to save a lot more money and do things. I don't kind of want to spend things on things that are silly, you know. If you want to, if you could buy shoes for 50 or buy shoes for 30, you know, buy the ones for 30. I think with saving money, I think you need to look at it as in like, okay, it's an investment for yourself. You're doing something for a reason. You're saving money for X, Y, Z or for whatever reasons. And honestly, like life is freaking expensive, especially with inflation and just the living wage not going up at the same amount i don't know if that made sense i seriously am so scared of right today what the frick i think things are really expensive and you can't do everything you know that's completely fine if you want to go out with your friends for dinner and they're like hey look let's go to this place where it's going to be like 60 dollars each maybe just be like hey um you know i'll come next week but i'm really sorry but i can't come this week that's fine or maybe you'd be like hey look let's go to that other restaurant where it's 30 dollars each so we can all make it I think it's really good to like take away that guilt and that embarrassment about saving money or not wanting to spend money because that is so freaking normal and everyone goes through that at some point or constantly. I mean, I'm constantly like that. I always feel guilty when I spend money, but I think it's about kind of just thinking about what you're buying and things. Like for example, for me, I just went to uni today. I've said that about seven times, but say it. I'm saying it again. I parked in one car park where it was $10 to be there for eight hours. If I went to another car park, it was $20 for 10 hours. Obviously, it's much better value to get the other one. So that's why I did that. So I think it's just about making those little changes. And maybe that might make you feel a little bit better. But also, this actually goes into the next question. This actually goes into the next question, which is about stop getting FOMO. I think with spending money, sometimes you can always, there's a lot of activities that you can do that involves like spending a lot of money, but maybe just be like, hey, let's go for a picnic. Everyone bakes a cake. You sit around, you don't spend money, you don't feel guilty, you feel great, you know? Maybe that's the solution. So that kind of goes in with question four. So I'm just going to start with that one. So question four is how do I stop getting FOMO? Okay, so FOMO, in case you didn't know, is fear of missing out. So it's like being anxious about missing out on things. Look, I think FOMO, low-key, at least to some extent, FOMO is always going to happen. That's just the case, unfortunately. But I think that it can be exaggerated. <laughs> but I think that it, I think FOMO is going to happen regardless, unfortunately. But I think FOMO can be exacerbated. Oh my god, how did I not say that properly? FOMO can be... Oh my god, why can I not talk properly today? But I also think that FOMO can really just be increased by things like social media. There's been so many times where I've been like, I really want to go to this party, but I've had to work. Or I really want to do this or that or whatever. And I haven't. And then I've seen Instagram stories about it. And I'm like, fuck in hell. I'm like, sorry. Sorry, oh my god, I don't know if I should swear on this podcast or not. 
where I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I wish I went. But a lot of the time, things look a lot better on social media because social media is so performative. It's just the case. Even if you're not like editing your photos or like putting filters on it or constantly on social media, it is very performative. It is kind of, it is fun. Like I like posting photos for the sake of it, but Instagram and stuff, you, you're not going to post oh, you know, I'm having a relationship time. I'm having a relationship time at this party when you are at the party. Because, you know, that I think that's just, like, kind of a bit strange. A bit different, I think. If you post it, you know, you send a message to your friends, all that. But a lot of people aren't going to post, hey, you know, I had a shit time. I think with FOMO, yeah, kind of disconnecting from social media a bit kind of usually helps. Otherwise, just kind of seeing your priorities. I know this sounds, like, unnecessarily deep, but it's just the case. Like, I had FOMO the other day because I really wanted to go out for dinner with my friends. But I had an SAGU the next day and I seriously needed to work on it so I was like you know what I can't go and I felt FOMO but I was also like you know what there's no point sitting around and sulking I'm gonna have to go and do finish my essay and I can see them another point and that's kind of just my vibe I guess well on that note that is everything all the questions I wanted to answer for you guys thank you so so much for sending some in I hope that you enjoy this episode once again, I apologize if I was very frazzled brain and everything, but I hope that you really enjoyed the episode and that it kind of brought you a little laugh or just kind of gave you some validation about your situation and what you can kind of do to change it. As always, so much love from me. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. It means honestly the world to me. This has literally been like a year, a year and a half kind of. I've been thinking about this like a little dream that I had to start this podcast. So thank you so much for supporting that. And please send me way more questions. Like send me heaps. Send me so freaking many. So yes. I'm going to be doing maybe like a little girl talk or boy talk episode every month. So that will be great. So yes, please leave me a review. Send me an email. DM me. Let me know what you guys thought. What I should do to improve. And I will see you next Thursday at 8am Western standard perth time i think western standard australian perth time for the next new episode or wherever you find your episode from love you Mwah.